Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. I am dealing with the theme of the year. Okay, watchfulness, increase, and victory. Praise the Lord. And for some weeks now, I have been talking about watchfulness, being watchful, because when God gives you a word, when God speaks into your life, you need to be like the hen that lays eggs and incubates it. If you want to see the, the eggs you have laid to hatch, there is a portion you must play in the manifestation of what heaven has decreed over your life. Praise the Lord. And, and so the voice of God is not independent of your faith. Most of the time, God, will, before God will do something, he needs to align with a man or a man must align with God. Jesus said, with God, all things are possible. And so somebody must be with God for possibilities to open up. Praise the Lord. Uh, God alone will, will do many things. But God with man will do great things. Uh, God alone created the heavens. He said, I stretched the heavens alone. He did many things alone. But when he came to business on the earth, when he came to manifesting his kingdom, he said, let us make man. And so your role is very critical. Your faith is important. Your, if you want to see the will of God, the kingdom of God make manifest in your life, you need to subscribe to the ways of God. You need to subscribe to the ways of God. Praise the Lord. And so this, this thing that we do, where we come to church and we put on a Christian attitude and then after church service from that Sunday evening till another Sunday morning, we, we, we say, we, let's put God aside and let's face man face to face. That is very dangerous to your destiny. You can't fulfill your destiny without God. Jesus said, abide in me, John 15, verse 5, verse 4 and 5. Abide in me and I in you. He said, as the brand cannot do anything of its own, so can ye not do anything. So, when you come to church, you have not just come to visit Jesus. No. Uh, your, your Christianity is not a religious affair where you visit and then you become sanctified for that day and then from the other days, you have taken your life back from Jesus to run it the way you like. No. You are a subject of the King of Glory and your life, your dictate, your actions, what you do with your neighbor is going to determine the manifestation of God's kingdom in your life. Praise the Lord. Forgive me if you are not too used to English preaching. I'm not learning the tree. Yes, you see, I'm cleaning a crank a crack. Until for see, shame, you know, I was in it. Until for see, shame. Until for see, for me, one day, me, why? And Chebia, me interpreter, no, Beba. Hallelujah. And Chebia, Beba, why? Oh, boys, this is here, Beba. Hallelujah. Some make us say, "Mumbo, I'm in a mirage. Can you find and rent a few man and a moon for me?" Into me, I'm here in Kakrankakra. Nipa ba akope. I'm repeating my boni din. Peno wa contribute. Hallelujah. And we want to bring him because I noticed that the last time, at the beginning, no, last year we had a lot of people who wanted to join us, but they all left because brofuna. Do also do do. Mo pe brofuna do do. 
Hallelujah. So forgive me, okay. We will, we will, we will make sure, sir. Bro, for no, there will be an interpreter who will speak the tree so that I can flow in the English. Because if I also want to speak in tree, other people who don't understand tree will also be handicapped. So it's like we have to balance the equation. So I will, I will change small. But whatever. Trust that whatever I say in English, when I'm speaking tree, is the same thing I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay. So, Father, we thank you for today. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. So, as I was saying, you need to understand that you, your partnership with God is very, very crucial. First of all, to the entire manifestation of God's kingdom. God's will for your life is your destiny. Tell your neighbor. And so you don't have an independent destiny that you, with its own plan, that you go to God and say, Lord, this is my plan for my life. Fulfill it. No, it doesn't work that way. You are here at his call and beck. You are here because he willed it. You are alive on earth here because he sent you here with a specific mandate and with a specific purpose. Everything, the career, the marriage, everything about you, where you will live, where you will go, what you will do, the resources of your life is because of his, of his assignment for your life, which you describe as your destiny. And so there is no way God is going to withhold from you the resources necessary for you to achieve that destiny. You didn't get me. I am saying that because it is God that has sent you here. He is going to ensure that every resource you need to fulfill that destiny is released. Amen. God is the number one sponsor of your destiny. God is the number one. In fact, he wants you to succeed more than you want to succeed. Don't ever sit there and say, Father, open the door for me. I want to go to America. That is a foolish prayer to pray. No, because you see, if God has an assignment for you in America, no consulate can stop you. In the fullness of time, you will be, even if no prophet prophesies to you, there will be a moving in your spirit. Get up and go and apply for an American visa. You will go. You will probably not know anybody, but you look at the consulate and he will smile at you and say, how long do you want to stay? You say, oh, two months. Then he will give you five years. Because you see, the earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. The earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. Jesus said, go to the crossroads. You see a donkey tired, wherein no man has sat upon her and begin to lose. And if any man asks you, what doest thou? Tell him, the master, the master, the master, the master has need. It is time for this donkey at this crossroads to be moved from the crossroads and to be to be used of the master for the master to sit on it for it to receive recognition let me tell you the visibility you are looking for is tied to the master sitting on you if god needs you in dubai your bank account will not stop you somebody didn't hear me God 
will never ask you to do anything by your budget. You don't have what it takes to fulfill God. So he told Zerubbabel, said, not by might. You, you may have might, and it's good to have might. Don't get me wrong. You may have might. Might in knowledge. Might in money. Might in other things. But he said, not by might. And not by power. You may have different kinds of power. Mental power. Emotional power. Financial power. Even connection power. But he said, by my spirit. When it comes to the fulfillment of your destiny and your assignment, the Spirit of the Lord is a bona fide stakeholder. You didn't get me. He is a very interested party in the fulfillment of your destiny. No man doing well on, on earth is doing it by the might or power. Whether the person is a believer or not, if the person is not a believer, the person doing well, making name, has a contract with the Spirit. I kid you not. Why is it that when political seasons come like this year, you see all politicians, people who don't even attend church, all of a sudden they start looking for uh, churches to attend. And they don't just come to church, they go to uh, malams, they go to mosques, they go to fetish houses. They want a contract because they, are, they even understand that it is not the, uh, the, the thumb of a man that puts people in position. They know that a spirit must elect you. And guess what? As child of God, you have the, the one, the Spirit of the Lord upon you. The one that, that brought life to the earth. He is the one who has contracted with you. He is the one who has entered into partnership with you. That I will be with you and, and, and be in you. He said he will never leave you nor forsake. He will be with you and in you. He told Jacob, I will not leave you until I have fulfilled everything. And so when it comes to destiny manifestation, as far as God's kingdom, as far as Jesus is concerned, he needs you to be aligned. And that is why he gives matching orders, orders regarding how you must be. Second Peter chapter number 3 from verse number 10, put it there. You've heard me read it several times. The day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, uh -huh. in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, uh -huh. and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Let's go. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be Verse up. 11. Therefore, since all Everybody, these one things, go. Verse 11. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be? And this has always been my message. What manner of persons must you be? Knowing that this earth, and your time here, the time allotted to you to manifest your destiny is limited. You don't have all life. Let me tell you, you may go to school. You, your parents might have done a bad work by, of not introducing you to the spirituality of life. And so for you, for you, life is all that your mind, your eyes can see, your body can feel, your nose can smell. The, the empirical things, let me tell you, life is spiritual. Ask any old man, he will tell you. That you nobody sat when you see any old man begging on the road, you think they planned like that for life to happen to them that way. No, no, no. There are many plans in the heart of a man, but only the will of the Lord shall come to pass until you align to the will of God. You are going to find out that 
you ought to be a certain type of a person to succeed. What manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? In holy conduct and godliness. When we say holy conduct, we are talking about the fact that you are set apart. Holiness, that has nothing to do with sin. I keep saying. But sin impacts holiness. Uh, God told Moses, sprinkle the blood upon the items in the temple and they will become holy. So, the items had not committed a sin. But a blood coming upon them made them holy. Uh, Moses uh, heard a voice uh, on a bush that was burning with fire and, and he began to walk. The Bible says he wanted to see what was going on and he heard a voice at a point and said, take off the sandals because the grounds you stand is holy. What made the ground holy? Because the ground cannot commit a sin. Do you understand me? So it is not a, an act that made something. It is the presence of God that comes on a thing and set the thing apart. So holiness has to do with being set apart. We are all here. But when I choose this person, I have sanctified this person to myself, this man of God, and I say, this one belongs to me. So this one is special. It's called special. Hallelujah. There are many ladies. There are many guys. But one day, a guy comes and walks amongst your friends and says, you, come here. You are my girlfriend. You are set apart to the man. In the, in the, in, in, when it comes to relationship with the man, you are holy. You are set apart. You belong to him. So when he says in holy conduct, he says that because we have become partners in covenant, there is a certain terms of relationship that this relationship must honor. It's called holy conduct. Holy conduct. Like a, a, a married man cannot have another girlfriend because it is an unholy conduct. Why? Because you have covenanted this, your body, to one spouse. That is what we call set apart holy. You, 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 if you are a girl and, and you have a boy or you are married and another man comes and says, I like you, you shouldn't give your boyfriend headache. That is an unholy conduct. Because as soon as you begin to wonder, should I go here or should I come here? It means you are a rebel. It is not the act of, of you leaving the man that makes you an adulterer. No, no, no. It is the fact that you, you don't have the mindset that I am a peculiar person to this person. Oh, you are not getting me. So holy conduct comes with rules and regulations, a certain kind of lifestyle. And within that lifestyle, there is a blessing. As we, as I, we honor that holy conduct relation, there is a, a kind of blessing and reward that both of us will accrue. Shall a man, shall a man be profitable unto the Lord? Yes. As you draw close to God, God gives you himself and you become a beneficiary because God is able to use you to manifest his glory. So you benefit, God, God benefits. What manner of persons you ought to be. And one of the, of the instructions concerning the person you ought to be is to be a watchful Christian. In this generation, in this time, we are being careless with our Christianity. We think that being a Christian is like being a Muslim. No! We don't serve the same God. Allah is not the same as Yahweh. Allah is not the same as Yahweh. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. I don't have time to go into it, but Allah is not Yahweh. 
Buddha is not Yahweh. In fact, your God is not like Captain Planet. He is not Captain Planet. He is not Zeus. He, 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 oh, he is not Loki. He, oh, my goodness. God is not like the superheroes of the Marvel com comics. No, no. Your God is. Your God is. He is. He said, when the Israelites asked me, whom, uh, to, to, should I, how do I describe? He said, tell them that I am. I am glory. I am power. I am reality. I am truth. I am life. I am peace. I am joy. I am all that there is. He said, the earth you stand on came out of his mouth. He said, by faith we understand that the earth, well, they were framed it was fashioned by this God and so I tell my people my father is more real than the chair you are sitting on uh, my God is more real than the academics that has made you think that you are so wise that when we are praying that you are sitting and now then no more here no oh yale oh yale one of these days when you are taken to Kolebu I remember 2005 I was in school when I got a call that my father is, is, is dying he had been rushed to airport clinic I got there and the nurses as soon as I got there I said my father Mrs. Bordonko has been brought here he said sit down they began to counsel me they began to counsel me why? because they were telling me that where it has gotten to we've diagnosed him it's not looking good. It is likely he's not going home. That's what they told me. So they were counseling me. They were trying to prepare me for the bad news. When they were taking me to his ward, I could hear something shuffling like rubber. Not knowing it is the breath of the man breathing. Wow. As soon as I opened the door, I saw him. Then the Lord reminded me. Four years ago, I told you that this is what is going to happen to him. I said, yeah, 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 it's true. So I told him, he couldn't, his, his eyes were shut. His mouth could not be closed. He, I had not seen him in a while. He had reduced to like an AIDS patient about to die off. And my heart moved. And then, but God spoke to me. So I smiled and said, Eja Paul, do you remember that four years ago I told you this? He opened his eye and tears were coming. He couldn't speak, so tears were coming. I prayed for him and I left back to school because I was about to finish uh, university and I was doing my thesis. I didn't have time, so I rushed back to school. And then I was told that he had been rushed to Kolebu. I said, but Father, you told me that when I pray, everything will be well. But he was rushed to Kolebu. Long story short, he was put into accident ward. He met five people there. Five people, five people. One young boy, one elderly man, and other people, uh, three other people and he was put in the middle, making sex. Man of God, every day when you go and visit him, one person's bed is empty. Every single day, the first person to go was a small boy. And the last person to go, I will never forget that story. On the fifth day or so, went in the morning, early morning, I had to go there before I go to school. I got there. This woman, her husband was recovering. The man was looking much better than my father. He was holding his food, the food basket. When we entered, when they opened the door, we entered the ward. His bed was empty. The nurse was folding the, his bed sheet. So he asked the nurse, Then the nurse held her. 
she let down the basket and scream. I can still hear her voice. She screamed. When I turned to my father, he held me and said, Kwesi, I lifted up my voice. I said, Father, four years ago, you told me this will happen, but you told me he will not die. I prayed for him and went. In the evening, I went to visit him. The doctor said, go and do another scan. Tell your neighbor, go and do another scan. Go and do another scan. The problem was that he had drunk alcohol for all his life, most of his adult life. So his liver was gone. His liver was, it was gone. There was no liver. So certain death was sure. Go and do another scan. We went to do the scan. The nurse looked at it. Went to show it to the doctor. They told me tomorrow morning we'll do another scan. The following morning we went again. They made us do another scan. He looked at the one I did the previous day, looked at this new one, looked at it, and said, Discharge him. Man of God, this is 2005. Brand new liver. Brand new liver. Not the one that was there that was. That, no, it's not like he brand new. The man is still alive. Who are you? I am healing. I am healing. You can trust him when he speaks. In fact, when he went to the village, he, he continued drinking alcohol again. He didn't stop the alcohol. It's recently that he can't drink again. Last week, I went there. I went to visit him. His elder brother was sitting there. I was telling him that when people were young, alcohol, the elder brother said, it's true, it's true. Some of you, that's what you, 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 you have gone to school, you can speak English. Let me tell you, if God should make you pay for the, have you gone to a hospital and see people on oxygen before? Do you know how much they pay per, per day? When you come to us and let's pray, let's dance and sing. Now, now you say, "Obi, on time in pejanensa, oh, bonse manya me, oh, yeah, on say, China pompombo wa mutium." When, when, when I see people who come to the house of God and behaving like they are more primpro than massa, <laughs> you don't know Ande. You, tell you, you don't know Ande. And people, people are earning maybe ten thousand a month, seven. So when they come, then kuntai, kuntai, your spirit. There are more people who have money than you. They are, they are kolebugo. Just go. Don't take my word for it. Just go. And learn to roll on the floor for Jesus. Learn to lift up your voice. Learn to clap your hands. Because there are people whose limbs have been chopped off. They can't clap. There are people who had accidents. Their legs are off. They can't walk. But God has shown you mercy. God has shown you mercy. The sickness that didn't kill you, it has killed other people. Yes. There are people who have 
They are all fools before God. Check Luke 12. You will see it there. Check Psalm 73. You will see it there. A man's life does not consist of the things he has. What shall it profit a man? <laughs> if you get all the gold, all the diamond. The, take your phone and go to Google right now. Type in a billionaire mansion, Nigerian billionaire mansion left to rot. Type it in right now. Type it in. You will see and a man, he died some years ago. Man of God, if you see the, this and that, he had mansions, cars, and they are all there. No, not, no, not a single family relative wants to touch it. It's getting rotten. Oh, look at, look for it. You see it there. Go to Google. You see it. He was a billionaire. Every car, vintage cars, you see it there. He died. He died like a frog. Let me tell you, the value of money is in using it to promote God's will and to help your neighbor. Amen. That is the value of money. Amen. The value of money is to promote God's kingdom and helping your neighbor. That's what gives money value. Not the car you buy with it. Somebody said, when God increases your wealth, don't increase your, uh, your wealth of living. Increase your giving. Help people. The Bible says that there was a man named Cornelius. He gave arms and prayed. And his arm giving had become a memorial. Because of God, God sent an angel for his salvation. Jesus put it this way. He said, make, make friends by unrighteous mormon. So that when money gives up, you will have people to receive you. You dressed. Some of you, when somebody wants to greet you, then you do your hair like this. You don't want to shake the pen because you think your level is... Which level is that one? Level, level 7 or level 9? Let me tell you, the one that is called El Elyon, the Most High God. The Bible said that he is seated in high and lofty places with you who has a contrite heart and a humble spirit. Even God, he wants people to come to his level. How much less you? So there is a conduct called holy conduct that God wants you to. And one of the things, one of the things to, 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 to progress in that is being watchful. Being watchful. And that's what I've been dealing with for some weeks now. Let me hurry up in the next 15 minutes, okay, so that we can go. Hallelujah. Be watchful. Last week, I, I spoke to you about being watchful against what? Greed. And being watchful against losing your steadfastness. I spoke to you about being watchful against forgetfulness and drifting away. Because when you drift away, you put your destiny in jeopardy. When you forget the things God has given to you. When, when some of us, we joke with our lives. And then us, we realize that we, that we were 25 and we thought we were on, All of a sudden, some, some white, white things begin to appear on, on our beard and, and on the head. And then all of a sudden, you don't look forward to your birthday anymore. Hallelujah. 
all of a sudden, when another year comes and you notice that your birthday, then your heart begins to palpitate. Uh, do I have a witness here? All of a sudden, you, you, you used to tell yourself when you were age 17, when I am 30, I will have my mansion. And you are 32, and you don't even have... And then you begin to realize that, hey, uh, uh, life is not by the plans of man. Uh, uh, yeah. All of a sudden, I, I remember some years ago, a lady came to my house wailing, said, man of God, I am turning 30. This month, I am turning 30. Uh, uh, is this how life is? I said, this is not how life is, but you chose it. Everything you are today is because of decisions you made yesterday. Everything you had today it's because of the decisions you are. There are 15-year-olds who have money more than uh, somebody who has worked 60 years. I kid you not. Decisions. Life is full of choices. I put before you life and then choose life that you may live. So he said, do not forget the things you've been taught. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1, he says, don't forget. Otherwise, you will drift away. You will drift away. When you don't consciously remember, when you go to church, we close from church, throughout the week, you will not go back to listen to the sermon. You will not revive your spirit. You go to massa, massa, massa. Depreciation will, will drift you away. Your life will depreciate. What you don't service depreciates. If you like buy a car, the best car, the most expensive car, don't service it. Some of you, when you take your car to the mechanics, they insult you in your absence. Oh, I, 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 most of the time. They will take, whilst they are working, when you take a, they will take a video of your car and put on their WhatsApp status and on and say, look at this car. Then they will write and then it. Some car owners are so useless. They don't service their car. I have a mechanic. He does that a lot. He takes videos of people's car that he said and said, look at, you open them and say, ah, when you're fair, fair, not own service. That's how some people, some of you, you don't service your life by prayer. You don't service your life with the word of God. You don't service your life with the knowledge of God's word. He said, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, me too, I have rejected you. And what knowledge is there? I like the three versions. So, You need to understand that by the word of the Lord, you'll be wise. Psalm 119. By the word of the Lord, you will have understanding. You need to be watchful so you don't forget. So therefore, we must give them more earnest heed to the things we have heard. You must, you must apply yourself to the word of the Lord. These are the things that will accrue to the advantage of fulfilling your destiny. Do you understand me? God didn't call you to be a weakling Christian who come to church always looking for a man of God to lay hands on you. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Your belief system reveals the kind of signs that follow you. So if I see the things following you, I know your belief system. If I see that poverty, poverty is chasing you like a policeman, I know that your belief system is work. If I see sorrow, stagnation following you. I know your belief system. I know that you, you don't read God's word. I know that you, the words of your mouth, the words of your mouth that's not aligned with God's word, you speak negativity. The little thing you see, hey, that's why death is happening around you. Everything scares you. But he says the righteous as bold as a lion. The righteous as bold as a lion. The righteous as bold as a lion. The righteous is as bold as a lion. He said, we are, we are not moved by what we see. You, everything moves you. May God deliver you. Amen. 
may God deliver you. May God deliver you. May you, may you have conviction about who you are in Christ and what he has ordained to do in your life. Hallelujah. These signs shall follow them that believe. I keep telling you, I'm looking forward to the day when we come to church and it will be testimony time and you won't come and tell me that, oh, praise the Lord, apostle prophesied to me and I, and I got a visa. I, no, 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 that's not testimony. I keep telling you, that's not testimony. I want to hear you. Man of God, during the week, I was at the office um, and people came in where like, some clients were doing business and the Lord told me that this person is not born again and, and, I should, and I led the person to Christ by this scripture. And when I led the person to Christ, the Lord said A, B, and C and today the person has, is, has started winning souls for God. That is testimony. That is testimony. And persecution arose and the people scattered and Philip was carrying a spirit. He went to places like Samaria and one man turned a city upside down. That is testimony. You've been a Christian for how many years? Hebrews chapter 5 describes who you are. And may that description change. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, you don't know what is in Hebrews chapter 5, so you are not here. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, please read the Bible. Please read the Bible. Know God for yourself. Know, God for yourself. know the word of God for yourself. Tell your neighbor, but touch your neighbor's no phone. Fansa one in Hina Kachreno. Pinch the person's nose. And tell the person, no God, read the Bible for yourself. Paint, hey, Missy fans, I want you to paint the person's nose. And, uh, uh, you are shy. Missy fans, I want you to paint it. said, if it was concern, you would have read it. Any foolish news you read, you read it. But the word of God, uh, tell the person, la. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, God's children are supposed to be powerful. Oh. God's children, they are supposed to be very powerful. I become sad when you are not powerful. Well, in the night when somebody wakes me at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., Apostle, eh, eh, my mother is sick, he can't breathe. Apostle, my father is this. It annoys me. Read it. It's not me saying it. Everybody read it. And these signs will follow those who believe. Did he say these signs will follow uh, Prophet Danso? No. These signs will follow Brakwisi? No. These signs will follow Reverend Andrew? No. What did he say? And these signs will follow those who believe. Amen. In Centrini, in Centrini, in 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 my name, they will cast out In my bidimu, bidimu, ombe tutu Adam on a home home. Inti ubaji Yesu di yeno. Adi inti na uhu Adam on a na ujane. Uhu beifu a na ujane. Uji di yeno. Adi inti na annual day results ye. That means you Christ osomno. Kwezi amankwa anya kwezi me 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 bra kwezi ne. <laughs> Hallelujah. Which means you are not you are not watchful. You are not watchful. You are not watchful. You can be admitted into a school 
into a university. That is one thing. You can get admission into Harvard. That is one thing. But to study to pass the exam, go and ask Brahim. You'll be employed and you'll be writing exam. You must study. You must do what? Study. Otherwise, the plenty school fees and the name that you are in Harvard will be useless. Some people go and write ACCA. They won't study. Then they'll go and pay thousands of CDs. And then when you ask them, how did the exam go? Then they'll say, by the grace of God, we'll write it again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, Tell your neighbor, be watchful. Be watchful. So let's continue. Um, this is very important to me, so I will, I will just teach on this one and then I'll end it. Be watchful with your mouth and what you say. So today's subheading is watchfulness with your mouth and with your speech. Being watchful. I don't have time to go through the scriptures right from Genesis to Revelation speaks about the mouth. Let me tell you, your mouth will determine the quality of your life and your destiny. Everything you see manifesting around you is as a result of what you are saying. Because you see, faith, the currency of faith in this kingdom operates with the mouth. When you are holding fiscal money, when you go to somebody, I, am, I want to buy this, I want to buy that. Okay? It's fiscal money. But even the one to you speak. You can't just give money to somebody and be quiet. The person without understanding what you are saying, will give you what he thinks you are saying by your lack of words. Is that not so? And even in Ghana here, for instance, if you want to build a pillar like this, you get a, an artisan, a mason, whoever, to come and give you an estimate. The first estimate he's going to give you can build an entire house. A lie? A lie? Who are the artisans here? Who is a carpenter here? Who is a mason here? They will charge you. Then you tell them, no. I don't want you. I'm going to go. Oh, oh, dear casa. Oh, dear casa. Oh, dear casa. Something happened to me two weeks ago. I asked somebody to come and give me an estimate for a certain small job I wanted to do in one of my rooms. And the person brought two estimates. He said one is foreign wood and one is local wood. The foreign wood is 20,000, everything, 20,000 cities. And then the one that he would do with local wood is 15,000. I said, wow. Then I called uh, Valentine and said, is there no carpenter around? He said, there is one be some. I called the guy. And then I told him that he should give me two estimates, one with local wood and one with foreign wood. Then he did the estimate. The local wood, his estimate is 4,800. Wow. The foreign wood is, is 7,700. Then, then I asked him, the local wood, why? What is it? Is it not? He said, oh, you see, the foreign wood is already treated. But the local wood is so, if I wanted to, the foreign, he said, the local wood can do it. The only thing that he will have to treat it. I said, treat the local wood. Will it come with extra cost? He said, no. I said, don't worry. Let's do the 4,800. 
How much have I saved? Ghana for. Ghana for. That, that is how currencies work. If you don't know how to speak, you'll be cheated in life. That is why he says, every weapon that is fashioned against you, it will not prosper. Because God has made it said that no weapon fashioned against you will prosper. Because he's the one who created the one who fashions the weapon. But when it came to the, the things, the discussions of the mouth, when it came to transactions of the mouth, when it came to accusation, he said, and every tongue that is lifted up against you in judgment, the reason why the word judgment is there is, there is because every word that is pronounced, whether the person is a drunkard, whether the person is a passerby, every word that is being pronounced is being pronounced from the courtroom perspective. It is being pronounced from a legal perspective. Let me tell you, the reason I tell you that life is spiritual is that our discourse, our interaction with each other is legal. When you say you, you worship God and you don't know how to control your mouth, you will find yourself in all manner of trouble. He said, every tongue that is lifted up against you in judgment, you, not God, You and he made the you with capital Y putting emphasis, you shall condemn. In other words, if you keep quiet, when somebody says, Oh, they're and you keep quiet, you will truly you will truly see. Because it is not the person per se that will encounter that will enforce that word. Demons will take that word. Just like when I say, God bless you, God increase you. The angels of your destiny will take that word. And on the legality of that word will manifest blessings around you. In the same way, when somebody pronounces a word of a curse, word of a curse is just a, 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 a demonic, empowering, uh, legislative instrument. Released to give a, a demon access to your life to mess you up. That is why I warn parents, when your child misbehaves, be careful what you say. When you tell your child, oh, when the child grows and is not bringing you money, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, some of you parents used to tell your children, Oh, yeah, I used to, I've heard that words like that before. Because you are angry. Be careful. But back to the subject. Anytime anybody says something, condemn it. If it is not worse, you, you don't. You don't need to fight with the person. No. You don't need to fight with the person. No. Do you understand me? The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling of strongholds. We don't fight. You just turn to God I, from the throne room perspective, from the court perspective of heaven. I condemn these works. Who will see who decrees a thing against my life and it cometh to pass when God has not ordained it. God has not ordained that I will suffer. And so I condemn these words uh, by the blood of Jesus. I swallow these words uh, and I neutralize them from the face of the earth. They don't exist in my atmosphere. Condemned. And then you replace it 
I am blessed. I am a chosen vessel. I will prosper. I release words of divine glory. What heaven has decreed over my life is, will come to pass. Jesus put it this way. In the volumes of the book, it is written of me. I come to fulfill your will, O God. Are you here? Be watchful with your words. Stop cursing yourself. Hey, this exam, the way it is difficult, I will not pass. Hey, this, this relationship, the way it is going there, it will not succeed. Oh. No. 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 Life and death, the power of life and death lies on your tongue. He who loves it will eat the fruit. Your, your mouth has been programmed like God. What you say you will get. When God said, let there be light, there was light. He has made you in his image. When darkness entails around you and you decree, no, let there be light. Let there be light. Let, there will be light. There will be light. When you wake up in the morning, after you have fellowship with God by ministering to the Lord in worship, in music, and in words, you begin to make declarations. He said, thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be accomplished unto you. Most of you don't know how to do that. You just wake up. Father, thank you for the gift of today. Father, I commit my life to you. May it prosper. Father, 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 give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. No, 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 no. If your wife only talks to you by demanding things from you, will you call that a relationship? Give me money to buy food for the house. Give me money to do this. Give me money to... That's the only conversation. Will you consider that as a relationship? No. No. And some of you, that's your prayer life. It's not a relationship. That's why you're not seeing power. But ladies, if your guy comes to you and say, what can I do for you today? That words alone, those words alone, what does it do to your, in your head? Lily, what does it do? You don't know. Afra Bonzo. <laughs> Amanda, what does he do? Why are you begging me? Because your mom is here. I don't want to know that your mom will know what those words do. Pearl, what does he do? You don't know. Osewara. Naomi, what does he do? Look at her. Look at her. Praise the Lord. Words like that will make you know that the person cares about you. And that is what deepens your, your affection. You want to be close to the person who, who is thinking about your need. So when you lift, wake up in the morning, Father, I bless you. You are learning to train your mouth. I bless you. You minister to the Lord. After that, then you begin to affirm what he has said. I am blessed. I don't lack money. I don't lack opportunities. Doors open for me. Wherever I turn, men favor me. Angels favor me. I am the blessed of the Lord. I am a prince of God's kingdom. I am seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Far above all principality. No weapon fashioned against by any principality can prosper. Because I am above them. He that is... Is from above, is above all. I am above every limitation. I am above demonic reproach. I am above family curses. I am above ancestral curses. I am above failure. Declare it. You woke up, you see that your body is not booting. It's like some sickness is worrying you. Master, don't confess negativity. 
by his stripes I am healed. By his stripes I am healed. I feed on health. It may not go today. It may not go tomorrow. It may not go, but don't stop saying it. Don't stop saying it. You must be consistent and persistent. Do you hear me? Sir. Learn to program your world with your mouth. Are you here? And learn to tame your tongue so that you don't you, you don't just talk anyhow. Don't be loquacious. I know many Mr. What does it mean to be loquacious? What does loquacity mean? that kind of thing that you have been doing that uh, you say you will be speaking in chain now you are giving us questions what is that hallelujah can we flow can we flow now say father I receive grace to use my mouth to program my destiny and the world around me before I, I, I come to the point here, see, there was a day, I think I've said this with you before, I've thought on this, there was a day, Isaac called his son, Esau, and said, go to the forest, get me a game, and prepare my favorite food. And then the mother heard it, and called Jacob, quick, go to the back of the house, bring an heifer, let me prepare your father's favorite meal, go and give it to him, so that he will bless you. Long story short, Jacob was blessed, right? Everybody knows the story. Then Esau came, comes, and then Isaac goes like, who is this who has beguiled me, deceived me, and given me food to eat and have blessed him? What were the blessings that Isaac pronounced? Let the earth yield its fatness to you. Let the dew of heaven rest on you. This, that, that, may your, may your brother serve you. And Lord over your brother. They were worse. But look at what, when Esau came, Isaac told Esau, I have blessed your brother, and he's blessed indeed. I don't understand. It's just worse. Couldn't he have said, okay, I bless you double times, or two times I bless, as I bless the one who deceived uh, he said, indeed, I have made him your master. How did he make you? How did you make him my master? You just said worse. You can undo the worse. No. No. Let me tell you, there are words that cannot be reversed. Words are not just words. Let me teach you a mystery that you have never known. Because you are created in the image and likeness of God. And because you have been conformed to the image of the Son of God, according to Romans 8. It means that if the words Jesus speaks, the Son of God speaks, are life, are spirit and life, you too, every word you speak is life and spirit. Because the same spirit that took Jesus from the grave is the same spirit that has born you again. He said, that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. So you are no longer flesh. You don't get me. You see, the, how many of you are from Presby? Presbyterian Church. They have a song. 
Brabet nami Kangno Nawu Uye Uye Onyamibi. In other words, you are also God. You are from the Eja, the Father, and you are from the Son. When you nyam, your glory is just like this. And so, if your glory is like this, you are from the Son, and you, and you gave birth to Jesus. It means if you have given birth to me, me and Jesus. Therefore. In his image and likeness, you are created. So when you speak, life and spirit has come out of your mouth. You cannot reverse it. You can imprison what you have said by superior words in the court of heaven, but you can't reverse it. What I just said, you don't understand. We'll teach about it later. And so, and so, why couldn't Isaac reverse it? Because life and spirit has proceeded. He has programmed by words the life of Jacob and Esau. Just by speaking, just by speaking, he has programmed. Jacob, when he got to Jacob's tent, he said, gather before me, ye sons of Israel, and let me tell you what shall be happen, what shall befall you in the latter times. Then he began to bless them. He began to pronounce words. Everything he said, the, the, the strangest one is about God. He said, God, a troop shall overcome you, but in the end, you will overcome. In the days of Jesus, the Bible said, one day Jesus got up and said, let us go over to the gatherings the land of God. And when they were going, the wind became boisterous and contrary. Why? The deliverance that Jacob prophesied is about to happen and the devil has seen it and is not happy. So he's trying to stop Jesus on the boat. What is a troop? An army had overcome God. Living in one man in a cemetery. A legion. A demonic army had taken over God. A demon, 12,000. And Jesus said, today is a day I must fulfill the prophecy. Come out of him. And God was set free. Amen. Let me tell you, you can program your tomorrow by the words you speak today. Words have power to go into your future. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. Media, if I marry and my husband misbehave, I'll give it to him. Oh, you have programmed yourself. The day your husband makes a mistake, you will find yourself, even though you finish speaking in tongues, saying words you shouldn't say to the man. Why? You programmed it. You programmed it. You programmed it. Some of you, you are not married. You always imagine divorce. Some of you ladies always imagine being raped. Oh, yeah. I've met a lot of ladies like that. You, you program yourself with words and with foolish thoughts. May God set you free. Amen. May God set you free. Amen. 
Words are dangerous. I am blessed. My, my business will succeed. And, and, and there are two ways to speak. Whilst I'm here, let me just stay on it small. There are two ways to speak. There's a futuristic speaking and there's a present continuous faith talking. There's a talk of hope and there's a talk of faith. My business will succeed. It's hope. My business is succeeding. It has, it has prospered. It's faith. Because faith is the evidence of what you are hoping for. So faith is an evidence. An evidence is a tangibility. I have it now. I know you the more you speak it, very soon when you are there, you may have only one CD in your mobile money, but you feel like a rich man. Do you know why you feel it? Because it is forming in your atmosphere. It is forming. Now, it's just a matter of time. It's just like a woman who has taken seed. It's just like a woman. Very soon, the woman wakes up first, right, Mr. Osoria Nani Buefu. No, Fifefefe. No, to do Tintesio. Nani Kunse. Now, so I didn't know actually. Bibi Koso. Something in the inside has started forming. Very soon, the tangibility will be birthed out. As you begin to speak, you are conceiving possibilities in your atmosphere. I pray for you from today that the Holy Spirit will begin to program your life by the words of your mouth. That from today, Holy Ghost will sit on you. That whatever you say will begin to form. Whatever you say will begin to form. And God said, let the earth team up uh, with, and produce all manner of life. Uh, and the Bible said it was so. What you say from today, may it be so. 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 When you lift up your voice in prayer and you begin to decree and you begin to make utterances, uh, ah, let the earth and the sun and the moon and the stars align to honor your words. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, you are not a weakling, no. You are a representative of who God is. You were created to be like God and to look like God. In his image and likeness. Do you understand me? That's the revelation that Eve didn't catch. So when the devil told him that if you eat, you become like God, she should have said, he already made me like him. So let us make man in our image and likeness. I'm already like him. Watch one again. You cannot be more righteous than God has made you right now. You don't understand. You can increase in holiness, but you can't increase in righteousness. It's a gift. The same measure of his righteousness, he gave it to you. There is no more increase. Hallelujah. Are you here? So you need to understand the rules of engagement that wears our life and spirit, especially when it's spoken by a man subject to the authority systems of the kingdom of God. Oh, your word will carry power. The centurion told Jesus, you don't need to come to my house. I'm a man under authority. When I speak, my servant obey. I know you are also a man under authority. When you speak, your servant, the angels, they will obey. Jesus said, I've never seen faith like this. You go your way. Your servant is made whole. And immediately it was done. The, the, the centurion understood 
the, the legalities behind words of a man under authority. I pray for you that you will not be a rebel. I pray for you. See, because when preno ocean authority as here no to me na se no o so kasa to me be di wechi but ubu boss in mtia now kasa to me be endi o kasa echi that is why we are forbidden from dishonoring our parents this is the mystery behind honor and dishonor you dishonor somebody that is ahead of you you have broken the legal demands of authority no matter how gifted you are you will see that your words carry no weight The earth is a producer. The earth has been commanded to spit out anyone that disobeys authority. May the earth help you. Amen. May the earth help you. Amen. May the sun help you. Amen. May the moon help you. He said Amen. the suns are not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. Amen. There are people that are being smitten every day by the sun and the moon because they are out of order. May God align your destiny. Amen. May God align your destiny. Amen. May he lead you in the path of righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we go on? Yes, Proverbs 12, 27, quickly. Wow. I'm almost, my time is almost up. The lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting. Uh -huh. Diligence is man's precious possession. Diligence. You must be diligent in keeping your mouth. Diligent. In keeping your mouth. Let's go. Let's go. Psalm 34, verse 13. Psalm 34, verse 13. Quickly. Keep, Everyone. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking. Deceit. Keep your tongue from evil. Refer to the first scripture, the, the Proverbs. You see, you must be diligent in keeping your mouth. He said, but the diligent man will have precious possession. If you want to increase, go back to some keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speak it has to be diligent because the reason why i'm adding diligence to this scripture is this it is very easy to find yourself speaking what you shouldn't speak when you are distressed when you are down is that not so when, when you can be you you can be taken by surprise hey your tongue can deceive you Keep your tongue from evil and your lips. Say, Father, from today, Father, from today I, yield I yield my mouth to you. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to keep my tongue from to evil and my lips from speaking deceit. Oh, where's the crying so bad? Oh, meanwhile, you are in your bedroom. You are now wearing your chemise. You are now ready wearing your what? Some people of this generation don't know what she means is. <laughs> Pearl, do you know what she means is? Oh, yeah, you know what she means is. Hallelujah. Amanda, what is she means? <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, it's, not, it's a lie. You know that you are nowhere, you have not even set up. You say, oh, I am at the junction. Another lie. Oh, traffic, oh, traffic. Who, who has committed that sin? Lift up your hand. Let Jesus wash you right now. May the Lord wash you right now. Amen. 
You know that you were late. You are blaming non-existent traffic. You saw the call. You didn't want to pick. Oh, I didn't see it too. Master, you saw it. You that you were playing game on the phone before the call, the call came. You saw it. You saw it. You saw it. You saw it. Hallelujah. Psalm 141 verse 3. Psalm 141 verse 3. Lord, verse 3. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the doors of my lips. Hallelujah. Now write these points down. I've already told you. Your life and your destiny is framed by the word of the Lord. If you miss it, you will struggle regardless of the prophecies. The prophecies will be there, but your, the words of your mouth will be contending against the Proverbs 18, verse 20. Powerful scripture, popular scripture. Proverbs 18, 20. Proverbs your 18. destiny is framed by your words. Everybody, one go. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. A man's life, a man's stomach. What you say is what is going to satisfy you. That's why I said, whatever you see. Last year, so. A man's life. These are principles of life. These are hidden principles that governs life. Do you understand me? That a man's life shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. So, what has filled your life is a factor of what you have been saying. What have you been saying? Some of you, you have never said I love you to your wife before, and yet you expect love to show in your home. Eesh. That's why when we come to church, I tell you, tell somebody I love you. Because apart from Sunday, so Sunday we came, so be sure being a church, oh, me doll, oh boy, oh, wa wa wa, you are You have made yourself can't be like. Hard. When somebody even tells you I love you, then you say, glory to God. When somebody says I love you, then you say, God bless you. Hey! Shamo, when somebody tells you I love you, then you say, oh, you are powerful, you are powerful. A man's stomach. A man's stomach. A man's. So you frame your world by what you are saying. Be watchful. 2024. Be watchful. Be diligent. Tell yourself, I will not allow my voice to program a negativity in my destiny. Hallelujah. Maybe some time ago, you suffered a mishap. Affliction shall not arise a second time. When you see signs coming up, don't just say, ah, to No. A woman was about to give birth uh, just some two weeks ago. And I was called, I was praying for the person. The Lord said, tell her that she should take away fear. I was telling her, she was so quiet. I said, then the Lord showed me something. I said, ah, God said he has visited you. In, uh, I, I told her, I'm stopping the prayer. And so I said, Last week, he, he has told you that what happened to you 
in the first birth, it will not repeat itself. He said, I am pam, 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 pam. It's true, it's true, it's true. I said, so why am I praying? If God has already answered the prayer, why am I praying again? It's a useless prayer. I said, I'll stop the prayer. Let's give God glory. Father, thank you for visiting her. It is done. This is the testimony the husband called me to him. He said, this, this is the third child. I said, this is the easiest birth ever. No complication. Swift, easy, powerful. By the words of your mouth. By the words of the mouth. By the words of the mouth. Do you know why she was afraid? Because she said, hey, I have to my first one. I have to my second one. The fact that you, you, you bombed the first exam does not mean you bombed this one. Stop speaking negativity. And your life will be filled with what you say. Do you hear me? This is God's word. Why? Because you are a kingdom citizen. Jesus has birthed you into his kingdom. You must learn to laugh at difficulties and say, my God is able. The English people have a song. I know my God is able. He's able. I know my God is able. Learn to speak to your problem. And tell you, you will be leveled down. Amen. Who are thou, O mountains, before Brakwesi? Some of you, this powerful scripture, when you see food, that's where you begin to quote that scripture. When you see food, then you say, I can do all things through Christ. How, how do you belittle God's word like that? Food is the mountain. May God rewire your mind. Hallelujah. May God rewire your mind. Hallelujah. Be very intentional about your words. Tell your neighbor. Be very intentional about your words. Tell your neighbor again. Be very intentional about your words. Point number two. Write it down quickly. Your words will keep you out of trouble or bring you into trouble. The words of your mouth. What you say. What you say. What you say. What you say. From today, you are going to go, you are going to escape trouble Amen. because of the word. I don't care what trouble somebody has programmed Amen. for you. I don't care. You will escape it. Amen. He said, the wicked by his mouth uh, plots evil against his neighbor, but by knowledge shall the righteous be delivered. By knowledge, by the knowledge of the fact that I can use words to program myself, you will escape every wicked words of the enemy. You will escape every wicked word. Are you here with me? Yes, sir. You will escape every word. I don't care. Maybe some of the words you have not even heard. It may be an enchantment, but you are powerful than every enchantment. Amen. You are powerful than every enchantment. Amen. If you wake up in your room, I keep telling you, I like all those nice online prayers that has come. NSPPD, uh, Alpha Hour. It's good. Join them. Pray. I don't mind. But 
have your own with God too. Do you understand me? Because let me tell you, party food, party food is not like personal food you eat on a daily basis. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? So eat the party food, but learn to prepare your own food. Bruh. I mean, funny, sir. Or your girlfriend. Say, your bar about your Not me. Shall I not man for you? Oh, nice, nice. By your coffee. That is how most of you do with God. So you like crowd, public display of affection. Until you be a bumper. But when there is no alpha hour, when there is no NSPPD, does God know you personal? Does God know your voice without the voice of other people? Can, can the angels identify your voice as somebody who loves God? I've taught you before that, please sit down, if he is a president of Ghana, do you understand me? And I like to visit him. Very soon, his bodyguards, when I am coming, they will notice that this president, this is his friend, so when his bodyguards see me coming, what will they do? Very soon, when they see me always chatting with him, what will their bodyguards do? They will want to befriend me. Is that not so? They will not even want to take my number because how come this man is, their bo- is a friend to our boss? So they would want to treat me nice. Let me tell you, the Holy Spirit is the boss of the angels. You didn't get me. The Holy Spirit is the boss of the angels. When they see that every day, you and the Holy Spirit, you are chatting, you are smiling. The, the angels will go like, ah, this is our, uh, our boss's friend. Let's go and visit him. Every day they will be around you. The angels of the Lord encamp around. They encamp around. They encamp. They make their habitation around the dwelling of the righteous. You must understand these things. Use your mouth to program your world like this. Hallelujah. So your words will keep you in trouble or out of trouble. Proverbs 10 verse 19. Number one, quickly. Proverbs 10 19. Everybody, one go. In the multitude of words, is sin, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips your words. is wise. Your words will keep you in trouble or out oh, of trouble. Some of you are, you talk too much. Also, the idea will be a better. Yes, you come will be a better. Your idea will be a better. When you dream, everybody will know. When you get a word of promise, everybody will know. When a certain young man comes to propose to you, everybody in the church will know. Have you seen this guy has proposed? This person has proposed. This person has proposed. By the time you see the one that you told is now the boy, the girlfriend of the one who came to propose to you. Then, then your heart has come. Where did your heart go before it came? Learn to be quiet. When you talk too much, you will say what you shouldn't say. I was watching uh, a program on my phone the last time. This white guy, apparently he's married to a Chinese woman. And they don't know. So he won't go to a Chinese uh, this, uh, uh, pedicure, uh, manicure. They are doing his thing. And the Chinese woman is insulting him in Mandarin. Then, he intentionally picked his phone and called his wife, who is a Chinese woman, and started speaking Mandarin with him. Oh, they are doing my nail for me. Then the, the woman was like... Some of you talk too much. 
you gossip. Hey, Shenishu. Hey, Wasani team, you. Hey, he has changed his dress. So, hey, this. So, hey, this person. Oh, this brother who has been quiet. Hey, I didn't know that he was married, though. Hey, hey, every, everything you will say. He who restrains his lips is wise. Why? Because kings don't talk by heart. People of authority, they don't talk anyhow. Are you here with me? Yes, sir. Let, let me ask some few more scriptures so that we are done. Proverbs 13, verse 3. Proverbs 13, verse 3. One who, go. He who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. Read it again. Get it. He who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. In this season of increase and victory, you are going to be watchful to guard your mouth. Some of you being quiet is like a disease for you. When you are quiet, when you sit down quiet like this, you think the world will disappear. So you must talk. And let me address the ladies. When your husband is sitting down quietly, it doesn't mean he hates you. It doesn't mean his love is finished. That he loves you does not mean that he should be a chatterbox. Mokasadodo. What is wrong with you? Why are you not talking to me? Is there anything? He said there is nothing wrong. And, and believers, there is nothing wrong. We are not like you that when you say there is nothing wrong, there is actually something wrong. We are not like you. Are you fine? Yes. Is there anything that no? Meanwhile, when the man keeps quiet, because you say that, and so to, uh, after three years. Three years ago, when you were sitting by me and you asked me, I was quiet. How did you not know that there was a... Who Who Why are you like that? How come your yes means yes and no? And your no means yes and no? Your no, your no, your no means yes, no, and I don't know. Which school did you attend? Which of my ribs bones behaves like that for which reason you have that attitude? See, guys have come to understand that he who gas his mouth preserves his life. Yeah, yeah. So there are things a married man will keep quiet. Wow. Because It is not that you like it or not. I am telling you, and guys, when you meet your fellow friends, please learn to be quiet, especially regarding your vision. Regarding your vision, guys. Keep quiet about your vision. Learn to grow in silence. Let people think that nothing is happening in your life. Don't, don't be worried. Stop put, putting some things in windows on social media. Stop it. People should not know what is happening in your life. I don't care whether you think I am succeeding or not. I, I am not here to, 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 to show off to you. You are inconsequential to my destiny. You are inconsequential. 
I don't want to be known. I was telling Bishop Bokeh, he came to visit me in the house. He was asking me some questions. I said, Bishop, you have known me for years. I don't want... I told him, I gave him. I said, let's say, take uh, this man of God who has become popular now. Elvis Ajiman. When he was, when nobody knew him, when he preached, nobody would insult him. When he put on weight, nobody would insult him. Now that everybody knows him, he did fasting, he lost weight. He stopped fasting, he started growing big. They were insulting him that he is chopping people's money. Now, your weight, your personal weight too. Now, me and me, my essay, designer body. Then tomorrow I begin to put on some. By the way, Adeshanta, let me congratulate Zion Impact Agape Branch. Where is the trophy? Where is the trophy? Where is the trophy? Congratulations, Charlie. You guys, you did form. You did form. You score black stars. <laughs> <laughs> let's clap for the coach let's clap for the coach <laughs> but some of you didn't make it why some of you didn't show up Hallelujah. See, you didn't show up. You were talking to your girlfriend. Hallelujah. When is the next uh, fitness day? The men of God are afraid. I mean, I saw something that the pastors, the, the members want to play against the pastors. Wait, 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 wait. Church members, you have to respect. <laughs> you have to guard your mouth against speaking against your past. How do you want to score your pastors and feel proud? And, and you want the anointing to work for you. Like, seriously. Like, we'll stop praying for them. H how do you want to score your shepherd? Like, why? You have to respect. You have to give honor to whom honor is due. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you have greater love. Uh, so you allow them to score you. Uh, okay, I hear you. <laughs> what scripture did you quote? Hallelujah. I want to end it here. We'll continue it next week. Let, next week is the last Sunday of the month, right? Oh. Wow. Wow. Okay, permit me to finish this, this series next month, uh, next week, so that we start with 
another topic. He who guards his mouth preserves his life. I don't have time to go into it, but let me tell you something. How you treat your life will either put you in trouble or cause you to escape trouble. You will, you will increase your life. You will preserve yourself. Jesus gave us a very serious, and we'll continue next week. He said, for every idle word that comes out of this mouth, you will give account of it. A prophet friend of mine, we were chatting, he told me, he said, one day the Lord warned him, he said, the next time you tell somebody that says the Lord, when I've not spoken, he said, I will kill you there and then. So God told him. You know, as a prophet, we have two streams of the prophetic, forth telling and foretelling. You can, you can foretell, you can say, I prophesy over you. That that says the Lord, tomorrow by this I shall be well with you. But sometimes the person's life that is going through that, it is the will of God for the person to go through that hard time. So when you are saying that says the Lord and it's not the mind of God and you have not checked, sometimes you are stopping God from shaping that person at that time. Do you understand me? So, as a, as a prophetic person, in as much as you want to see people prosper and excel and come out of their trouble, understand the dynamics of why they are going through what they are going through before you bring what the anointing that God has given to you to bear on the situation. That's why the Bible says, lay hands suddenly on no man. Otherwise, you'll be a partaker of their iniquity. The thing is that there are rules of engagement. Do you understand me? So, be careful. What you say. Now back to the subject area. When you, are, when you are careful with your mouth, the Bible says that you will be saved. Go back to my scripture. You will preserve your life. When you open your mouth wide, you will have distraction. And can I go into some areas? Don't speak against anybody. Especially a man of God. Whether you think the person is fake or not, you don't have what it takes. You, your life, have you finished measuring your life? Are you a true Christian to, to, to call somebody a fake prophet or pastor? When the word of God measures your life, will you be found straight? Do you understand me? Be very careful. The Bible says, judge nothing before it's time. Don't speak against any man of God. Don't speak against your father. Don't speak against your mother. Don't speak against your boss. Don't speak against your, your house help. Don't speak against your children. Are you here with me? Learn to... He said, let your word, your words be sorted, mixed with grace, so that it will minister grace to your hearers. Don't, don't, guard your mouth. Young guys, can I talk to you? Don't tell a lady I love you when you know that you, it's just a feeling. Why is the place quiet like that? Single lady, single guys, don't go to three ladies in the church. You say waiting. No. 
you go to Yamansan because of sheep. You go to Ekuafoa because of food. Then you go to Yabosio because of voice. What are you looking for? No, don't do that. Because the voice, the words of a scorned woman is deadly. It will haunt you. Do you hear me? Let your yes be yes. No is no. Do you hear me? And don't, don't be the reason why somebody will cry because of your words. Do you hear me? Don't be the reason why somebody will cry. Don't let your word bring pain to anybody around you. It is not good for you. Because whatever you sow with your mouth, you will reap it. Do you hear me? Women, do you hear me? When you are angry with your boy or your husband, guard your mouth. You cannot insult your head and expect that it will be well with you. It doesn't work that way. Do you understand? You may be angry, but learn to keep quiet. You can't look at your spouse and use... No, you are programming your life. I know a woman, God told her, if you don't stop insulting your husband, I will kill you and I'll replace you. Because God's word cannot be broken. Are you here? Are you here? Don't insult your boss. Don't join any camp group of people to insult your boss because you don't like how he... You have not been a boss before, but you want to be a boss. When you sit there, you realize that any easy, sir. Don't sit on social media and insult the president. You can call him a short man. That is his description. <laughs> Hallelujah. I hope you've been blessed. I hope you've been blessed. I want you to close your eyes and say, Father, help me to guard my voice, my tongue, and my mouth. And let my mouth become a weapon of glory in Jesus. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministries.